Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Welcome to podcast number 28. Hello, my name is Andrew McCauley and I am, as usual, excited to be bringing you these podcasts. And of course, I can't do all this myself, so I have to invite the lovely Heather Porter. Hello, Heather. Hello, Andrew. Hello, guys. How are all of you? <laughs> we hope you're well. <laughs> I will answer for all of them. They are good. I hope so. You know what? We are in 53 countries now, and we are looking over, you know, all you guys and where you're listening in from. And we have people in Missouri and California and Texas and all over America and all over the world. And thank you, first of all. Thank you, you guys, for your support. We appreciate it. It is awesome, actually, to be able to say that you know, 53 countries, people listen to us in all over the world, and um, it is an honor that we uh, get downloaded and listened that many times yeah. in that many places. So, um, really? hey, we're, we're glad we're reaching out to different parts of the globe and, and sharing our knowledge and all that sort of stuff. Speaking of sharing our knowledge, before we get into today's topic, I think we're going to reverse it here. What did you learn sharing your knowledge? What did you learn this week out there in the big wide world? Great question. Okay, so last weekend I I had a speaking gig and I was telling everybody from stage that um, it's incredibly powerful to have – when you're seeking out a mentor, in order to have a fair and even exchange of information that you should pay them. And it was interesting. I didn't realize that would be such a profound statement. I even brought up a story around one of the guys we know, James Shramko. Shout out, James. We love you. James Shramko is an amazing internet marketer. And James said something to me. He said, look, I really respect people that pay for my services because then they're serious about me, my expertise, they respect me and they're, they're also serious about what they're about to learn. So I, I was like thinking, okay, so how do we actually start to implement that when you and I, Andrew, personally are started to ask for information? And I was researching online and this is something I found that I learned and I loved this week. A lot of experts out there are on their website putting up something called um, the pick my brain session mm-hmm. or buy me coffee session. And they're charging their hourly rate just literally for a strategy session on the phone for their knowledge. This is being done from life coaches, from health experts, from marketers, you name it. So it's a really cool way to put on your site, have a PayPal button and actually have people pay you up front for a phone call on Skype for your knowledge. Um, and I, I do believe it is important to to have that fair exchange because we've worked very hard for our knowledge, haven't we, guys? We have. Sure have. But what, how do you how do you decipher what your fair exchange is? Do you think? Good question. I mean, I when I was researching this week, I found that the hourly fees people are charging are anywhere from one hundred and fifty dollars to an hour, um, so or hundred hundred and fifty upwards to about three hundred and fifty an hour. Hmm. So I would look closely at your market. And um, and what's going a going rate in your market? I I do find that seems to be a pretty good range for top end is being somebody that's been an expert for quite a while, um, meaning three hundred fifty an hour. You know, you maybe have multiple degrees and multiple um, you know certifications and things like that. Bottom end is more been around for a couple of years. You are an expert. You're doing a good job, but uh, you're not. You know, you know, haven't been around for ten years yet. Let's just say that. Yeah, I don't think it's a new it's a new um, model. By any, by any means, but I think people are now starting to realize that 
there is a lot of information out there for free. Uh, there is a lot of places to go and get your information for free, and, and a lot of people are doing that. But that is part of the problem, is that there is so much information out there that people just get overwhelmed with, well, I don't even know what's right anymore. What's what's right? Yeah. What's new? What's what's current? What's out of date? And who's telling the right story? So, um, you know, we, I get that all the time. People saying, well, who do you follow? Who do you follow in internet marketing? And, you know, yeah. I used to follow a number of people, but I've sort of stopped doing that. I, I, I'm down to just a small, small few people that I follow because otherwise I'd be getting inundated with so much conflicting information about what we do, especially in our field, that I, I just had to say, you know what, give me, I'm going to pick three people and I'm going to follow them and concentrate on what they do um, and adapt my knowledge around what they're learning at the same time. Yeah, well said. And then test it, you know, use it in your own business and see how it works for you. So so for those of you guys listening, you know, don't underestimate your value. Really don't. You you know something, you know, people want to know your knowledge and think about ways of how you can perhaps implement this in your business as well. Mm -hmm. So Andrew, what did you learn? Uh, What did I learn? I learned, you know, actually... We, um, we obviously have a lot of clients out there and we do a lot of different aspects for, for them. We do all sorts of things like SEO and membership site development and all that sort of thing, website development strategies. And um, one, of the, one of the things that I did learn this week is that, and, we, and we've spoken about this before, that Google is always changing um, their algorithm, particularly for SEO. And they had another, um, I was going to say a rendition. It's not a rendition. A new, um, a new version, version of of uh, Penguin. I think it's Penguin, right? It is um, Penguin two point Two point So they had a new version come out, and we consider ourselves pretty white hat. So you know, we 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 do things above board. We don't want to attract any undue attention by doing dodgy stuff. So we've been pretty white hat and using all the white hat tools, and even some of those tools that we were using. Uh, have come under a bit of scrutiny from Google as well. So we're now rethinking what we're doing as far as SEO goes. And we're, not, we're not just rethinking it, we're redoing it. But um, it just goes to show that you know you can't build your business on somebody else's platform. You can't build your house on somebody else's land um, and expect to have, have it all your own way. And one of those things this week was exactly that. You know, we've got to we've got to play by Google's rules. If we're using their tools or using their land to build build a build a house on, we've got to understand that their rules are going to rule. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we, I talk about this all the time from stage when I'm doing presentations about people who build Facebook pages, for instance, and they put all of their time and effort into their Facebook page. And then one day, for whatever reason, they get wiped out. Facebook turns them off, closes them down, and they've lost everything because they've built all of their hard-earned effort on somebody else's platform. And and you know, it's part of the reason why I always say, and you you and I always say, build your website, build your presence, own, and once again, Shremko says, own your race course, own what you do, so that nobody can take it away from you. If one of those platforms ever stops giving you service. You go onto another platform, and I guess that was a big thing I learned this week was that you know it doesn't matter who you are or how good you think you're being um, when you're playing in their sandbox, you've still you still abide to their rules at any time of the day. Exactly right. Well said. That's what I learned. And 
And guys, we, we hope you enjoy this what you learned moment. It's a, it's a good excuse for Andrew and I to have a, have a very public chat in front of you guys and what we learned for the week. But I think it's important, you know, that we're, we're sharing this with you because we want you to think about in terms of strategy online. And it's not just about the topic that we share with you for this particular podcast, but, you know, bigger picture stuff. So that's where we've implemented this into our podcast. Speaking of that, what yes. are we talking about today? Here we go, coming in. Now, here's the thing. We just ended a series of online workshops or webinars and we helped um, hundreds of business owners learn how to automate various areas of their business from sales to marketing to financial reports to customer service and onwards. It was such a hit that we've decided to bring our knowledge from those webinars into our podcasts. So we're going to launch a new series of podcasts all about business automation. After all, we do call ourselves autopilot your business, do we not? Yes, but we're not we're not actually doing a new podcast. So you'll still find us here on this exact same spot you found us right now. It's just a new set of podcasts inside this one that we're going to talk about, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like we just wrapped up our series on um, marketing statistics. We had a whole series of understanding your numbers. And so now we're going to kick off another series of business automation and how, you know, you can use some of these amazing tools that are available to you right now online in your business. Uh, yay. So we're going to number one. And this one is all about marketing, how to automate your marketing in your business. Yay. Yay. Now, um, one of the things that people often talk about is, you know, I've got so much, so much to do and no time to do it. How do I, what, what tools are out there? What, what can I use to go and help me just leverage some of my time, leverage some of my money and that sort of stuff. So, you know, we sort of put our heads together and said, well, let's show people what tools we use. What's, let's show people what tools our, our clients are using so that um, they can choose it. Now, we, we, these are not the be all and end all of the tools. So if we mention a tool, it's not, the only tool to do what we're talking about. It's just a tool that you can go and investigate for yourself, find out further whether you want to use that or not, um, and make up your own decision. It's always important to make up your own decision uh, when you're using all these different tools because some of them will work for you uh, perfectly and others may not fit your circumstances. That's well said, yeah. There was a little disclaimer at the bottom. <laughs> so we have six things we're going to go into about automation and um Basically, we'll cover just briefly the tools and some of the concepts behind each of the six. And I think I'm going to tell them what the six are just because they're so good. I want them to hang in with us till the end of this episode. You tell, <laughs> you tell all 53 countries. Yes, here we go. All right, so we're <laughs> going to talk about how to automate your website content, your newsletters, your email marketing, lead generation, social media, and phone texting, all very pivotal points of marketing you must be using in your business. Um, well, most of them, I should say. So let's get stuck into website content and blog posts. How do you automate that, Andrew? Well, you don't. You don't. No, of course you do. So here's the <laughs> thing Here's the thing with some of this stuff. Um, with the website, when we talk about website building, and there's all sorts of platforms you can build websites on. There's Joomla, there's Drupal, and a whole range of others. One of the ones that we're always talking about is WordPress. In fact, I think our very first podcast was all about WordPress way back mm. when. Um, and and we'd, we spoke about why we like WordPress. And one of the things that um, WordPress lets you do is actually automate uh, your postings of your blog posts. Now, 
Here's the thing with blog posts, and I think we've spoken about this before, is that Google are hell-bent on making sure that the web, and we just <laughs> I just spoke about Penguin being the update of, of Google, they really want to make sure that, that websites now are full of relevant, fresh, unique content. And if you haven't got relevant, fresh, unique content, you're going to get penalized. You're not going to get found on the search engine or on Google search engine for sure, which is by far the biggest search engine. So... Um, what you need to do is come up with fresh, relevant content. And you do that by creating blogs, blog posts, putting a new post up every week or every two weeks. or um, The more, the better, really. And I think what we're finding in our testing over the last three months is that uh, if you can do it a couple of times a week, then you're going to start getting some really, really seriously good results. Um, yeah. the, the jury is out about that sort of um, the time frame. What do you know about time frames on that, Heather? All I know is that consistency is key. So yeah. if you decide to do a weekly, stick with the weekly, do your best to, to come up with something you can comfortably publish over time and, and stick with that. And, you know, here's a cool little example. We just launched a, an amazing daily news website for a client literally yesterday. And what she's done is she has Q&A Wednesday, which is a video, and then she has an interview on Monday. So she's like literally chunked it down to very specific things she's going to release. She creates all that content a couple days every month, and then she literally has scheduled three weeks worth of content on her blog. So she's created it in two days. She's gone and then set up a day where she puts it onto her WordPress site using the WordPress feature of scheduling your posts. So she just kicks back and basically on autopilot for the whole month she has little blog posts automatically posting at 7 a.m sydney time every day yeah so that's the beauty of wordpress is what i was about to say was you can schedule your post <laughs> you can schedule your post now um often you won't have time to do a specific post every week or every day but you may want to set aside one day a month like like um this client does set aside write three or four or five posts in one sitting and then you can stagger them and, and uh, time release them so that they come out on the hour at the specific time that you mention every single week or every day or however often you want it to do that. And what that does is it lets you give the appearance that you are as regular as clockwork and sending out your, your information to your followers on via your blog. That's exactly right. So next up, we have newsletters, and um, we're going to talk about one tool that we really love that we've been using, and it is called Paperly, and it's actually paper, as in the word paper, dot Lee, L-I, as actually the URL that you go to to get your own. Um, and I think, Andrew, I'd like for you to describe what Paperly is, because you've had your hands a little bit more dirty in the whole Paperly process. Dirty paper, dirty paper. Yes. Paperly's been around for a while. I think it's actually out of... Switzerland or France. Um, but what it does is it lets you create your own online newspaper in minutes. And um, it's pretty cool. You can have any topic you like. You can have, um, uh, what, what it does is it, it gives you 10 or so different feeds, what they call feeds. And you may want to go and say, let's say for instance, the Wall Street Journal, you can go and grab their Twitter feed. And every time they post a tweet, it gets inserted into a um, into a paperly, a paper that, that looks and feels like a newspaper. Now, you might want to go and grab the Wall Street Journal. You might want to go and grab um, the New York Times. You might want to go and grab the Sydney Morning Herald or whatever it is. Um, and then put those feeds from their Twitter account or their blog post. It doesn't matter what feed it is, an RSS feed. I don't want to get too deep into that. But you can, um, you can even put uh, other uh, Facebook 
Facebook feeds, pay, um, photo feeds, and that sort of stuff, all into this paperly product. And then what happens is it will get sent out. You can send it out via Twitter every day if you like. You can update the, the paper every day. So there's a new paper going out every day, or you can update it and send it out on a weekly basis. Now, what it does is, it lets um, your followers keep up to date with what's going on. Now, what you could also do is if, you, if you've got a lot of content coming out from your own website or your own blog, then you may want to just put all of your content feeds into one of these paperly newspapers so that people can see what your content is coming out on a regular basis. Yeah, so for us, for example, we have multiple websites. Andrew has a blog. I have a blog. We have not only our Autopilot Your Business social media accounts, but our personal accounts as well. So we've actually put together an Autopilot Your Business paperly. And um, actually, if you go to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast, you'll see a little link below this podcast where you can um, – sign up for that should you wish to see how this actually works and also obviously we give you lots of cool tips as well so you can check that out but paperly is cool because essentially we always talk about positioning yourself as the expert in your space and really like the hub of information and if you can do that people will continue to go to you and listen to you with what's going on in your industry so it's a very easy way to I guess pull and pool other people's or authority content in your industry into one place package and position it as yours and delivering it out to your database. So, yeah, let, let, me, um, yeah. let me give a quick example of what mm. some of them are out there that, that are talking about. Um, so so um, I'm looking at one here that's called the Equestrian News Express. Obviously, it's all about news about equestrian. So if you're in into equestrian and you want to be the leader in equestrian, you can collate all of the information around from the equestrian world and put it all into one spot for people to read it. Um, yeah. There's one that's called the Ovarian Cancer so anyone that's got ovarian cancer, there's all the news that about ovarian cancer is coming through on this one particular newspaper. It's like having a, your own newspaper for a very specific target market. Um, mm -hmm. We're looking at um, the American Hispanic Journal. There's one about um, tarot, tarot times two, all about tarot reading and tarot cards and what's going on for tarot. That'd be a pretty simple one to do because there'd be so many different readings every day that you could put them all together in one one paper and have a whole range of different readings for your few people reading your stuff so and the, the great thing is guys is that yes you can use your own content but you don't have to as andrew said before if you pull through say wall street journal if you're trying to deliver financial news for example so you can use other people's content it's automatically going to suck through their content from their from their updates and their blog posts into your own paper that you create. And it's, you know, it's very easy to use and set up. I was kind of, you know, playing around with it actually last night. So highly recommend checking it out. Paperly.ly, that's all you need paper to put in. Paper.ly, exactly right. Paperly, yes. So that's that one. And one more point on newsletters. If you don't want to go the whole paperly route and you actually just want to have your own content that you you know control uh, a key thing I guess with the newsletter is that you can of course schedule these out as well using some of the email marketing tools we're going to talk about in a second just keep that in mind you don't have to think oh my gosh I have to be home on Thursday every night because I, I send mine out on Thursday every night so you can set it up in advance and actually schedule it to go out to your list whenever you want which is very cool yes. so let's um, let's go into email marketing a little bit more shall let's we do that all right. So some of the tools that we love that will deliver your newsletter to your list um, are we love MailChimp, which is an email marketing program, Aweber, 
uh, as another one we've used as well. And our other big favorite one, which is a bit bigger and more robust, is called Office Autopilot because it does more than just emailing. There's so many more, though. I mean, there's like eye contact and constant contact and campaign monitor. I mean, there's, there's a lot of these programs out there available to you guys. But if you're just getting started, we highly recommend checking out MailChimp because you can sign up for a free account and uh, look into it that way. Yeah, yeah, MailChimp's a pretty handy way to do it. They've got a lot of cool uh, training videos, and you don't have to put too much money up front to get it to get it working. So MailChimp is good for a starting package for sure. Absolutely. So email marketing, essentially what it is, is it's just a way of you sending out emails to your database, the list of people that you start to bring into your business that are interested in knowing more about you, and getting them to engage with those emails, whether you're going to send them free bonuses or newsletters or articles or videos or whatever it is. The idea is that you continually engage with them, sending them very valuable content, not just noise, but good information that they can read in your in your email itself or click from your email into a web page of your choice to actually, you know, learn a little bit more about you. And again, email marketing is very exciting because you can set up automation. You can actually write your email once and actually plug it into the system and then it will actually go out over time automated. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing with email marketing as well, we've talked a lot about this in previous episodes as well too, but email marketing all starts with a form that these programs like MailChimp will allow you to create and put on your website. And it's basically a place for people to enter their first name, their last name, their email address, you know, bits and pieces of their data in exchange for something. So whether that's going to be a newsletter, a free bonus, uh, whatever it is you guys want to give away, that is how they enter into your email list. And then the fun and games begin with your email marketing from there. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. So what about um, lead generation then? So lead generation is just, I guess, a little bit of a bigger picture around this whole email marketing thing. What it just means is that lead generation is where are you getting your leads from the internet? Is it, you know, coming in from your website? Are you getting them from your social media? Um, Thinking in terms of these forms that you're going to create from your MailChimps and your Awebers, where else can you put them other than your website itself? Mm -hmm. Your lead generation becomes very big and very open and you start to get people opting in for, for all sorts of things that you can offer in your business. And again, what happens from there is once they opt in, you take them down a customer journey, an experience, sort of a next 14 days with you of really getting to learn more about you through your automated emails. So, yeah, well, and what would you say about more about lead generation? Um, you know, lead generation is one of those things that it's it's what you want to be getting people to do. That you want them to do something when they come to your website. Um, it's like having a, a shop available. Like let's say you own a shop, a brick and bricks and mortar shop, and somebody walks in and looks around and browses your shop and then walks out the door. You don't know who they are. You don't know where they've come from. You don't know anything about them. And you're not likely to be able to go back and sell them something else later once they walk out that door. So having a lead generation um, aspect to your web page is basically like getting them to, as they walk in that shop door, hey, what is your name and your phone number? Um, because we want to sell, we want to sell you something later, or we want to keep connected with you later um, after you walk out the door. And it just means that it's a safety basically a safety mechanism. So when they do leave your website, you have that knowledge of who they are so you can connect with them again once they've left your site. 
And the majority of people will never return to your site and they'll probably never return to your actual Facebook page because once they, or your other social media account pages, once they like or follow or sign up for your freebie, then they're going to get that information in like on Facebook. You know, you get it on your homepage of Facebook and your newsfeed. Um, I'll only revisit pages once I've liked them. If I, for whatever reason I feel like, oh, maybe what, I want to see what their graphics are doing or I actually want to engage a little bit more. But normally once you actually opt in or sign up for updates from somebody, you're, you're engaging with that information now in a different way. So that's why it's important to have it because chances are of them coming back into your different online accounts is, is quite slim. Mm-hmm. Um, lead generations, well, I thought we'd give them a few examples because I know that this can kind of confuse people as well. So lead, we call it lead generation uh, and lead generation funnels, which is essentially where somebody comes in off your opt-in form and then they get these autoresponder emails from you. We're putting them in different places. So like you can go to our Facebook page and you can sign up. We have a lead generation funnel for webinars. So you can actually go straight to our Facebook page and sign up for webinars there. You can go to autopilotyourbusiness.com and you can get our free online survival kit. You can go to Andrew's blog and he has a freebie, my blog and I have a freebie. So what we're doing is based on where you come in and engage with us, you can get different free content and information about who we are um, and, and start to engage with us from there. So think in, think in bigger picture as well. You don't have to have one of these. You can have multiple points and areas where you're giving away amazing content um, and really starting to build a database. Yeah, we actually have over 20... Uh, we actually have, have over 20 different things that we um, we give away for lead generation. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we put it everywhere because we know the value of it. Um, once, you, once you've once you got someone who walks out the door and they haven't given you any information, it's, it's going to be hard. Um, one of the other questions too, H, that we may touch on is what sort of things do you give away? Like, yeah. Because this is, this is a golden question. I get this probably twice a day, I reckon. Um, what do you give away? Like, I've got to go and write an ebook. Is ebook <laughs> is an ebook still something that people want to that want to look at? Is it is it a um? Well, let's let's go through some of these things that people are giving away that we've seen work pretty well. Um, yeah. What do you what do you think about ebook? Tell me tell me about ebooks first. What do you think about ebooks right now? I don't think they work because they're too big. Uh, the idea is that. You want people to actually read and engage with your content or else they're not actually going to connect with you or learn more about what you can offer. And we're really busy. So if you're giving away a 20-page ebook, it's like, yeah, it may be exciting. You may opt in for it. But chances of actually engaging and reading that ebook are very slim. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think they're working too well. <laughs> I, want, I want everybody right now to think about on your computer, do you or do you not have an ebook that you haven't read? I know I'm guilty of or having it doesn't. a. <laughs> <Or> it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. So I just know that there's people out there with ebooks that they haven't read. Um, so if that's the case, um, don't give them an ebook if they're not going to read it. Make it. Maybe you could break that down into something else. Um, really re- repurpose what you've got and use it. Maybe give. Maybe um, what we are seeing right now and working fairly well is things like blueprints or white papers. Um, yeah, and and there are there are one or two page, three page max little report, and they may be just like the headings of the chapters of the ebook. That's right, um, and people are also calling these things cheat sheets because yep. it's literally it could be a list of like if you know I've, we, I know we've referred to this before with one of our clients who who teaches people how to get you know further ahead in their careers, and he's literally come up with a sheet of things you should never say in an interview. 
mm-hmm. and it's it's literally like a one one pager, you know. But it's it's very easy to absorb, and it's um, people actually want to read it and engage with that. Yeah. Um, I'd say as well what's working is videos. I know a lot of you guys just think, oh, my gosh, I don't want to get in front of a camera. But if you're selling yourself, then it, you, it's really good that you actually learn how to be in front of the camera and be comfortable because this is a chance for people to get to know who you are, your personality, and connect with you and say, you know what? Yeah, I like this person. I'm going to hang out with them for a while, and I want to hear what else they have to say. Mm-hmm. So whenever you are an expert, especially think about how you can do maybe a little mini video training and show off your expertise that way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you what is one of the biggest things that's out there, and this may not apply to everybody, is actually software, something that does something. Um, we see a lot of calculators in the financial industry, different calculators to, to um, work out mortgage rates and car loans and that sort of thing. But there's other there's other little pieces of software that, that, are, uh, that have been getting very good opt-in rates. Now, as I said, it may not fit dog training, all that sort of stuff. But then again, think outside the box and think, what could I make that would fit into my dog training business? You know, so that's one of the big things working right now is software. Yeah, good point. All those free trials as well. So again, I I think the biggest thing to stress here is give away your best content. Not everything you know, but but really give away something that highlights your skills in a great way. Don't just try and throw something together. You want to show off your knowledge here. So this is a chance to really make yourself shine obviously once people opt in you want to impress them right it's like kind of that networking event and you shake someone's hand and you want to make a really good first impression for them to think about you in the future and and remember you and that's how you do it online absolutely very good um so i think that's pretty much it for lead generation and we've gone into a whole range of that in, in our one of our previous podcasts about metrics and that sort of stuff so go and check out that podcast i think that's podcast number 21 or 22 off the top of my head. I'll have to get that episode and uh, bring that up to you guys. <laughs> we'll check that out, but, um, go and check that out. But uh, anyway, that's that one. Okay. So what else have we got? What's the next thing that we need to consider? So social media, of course, is obviously a big one, especially as people are going into their mobile devices more and more and engaging with apps. Um, those apps are social media apps. So how do you automate social media so it's not incredibly overwhelming, which, you know, to many it is. Uh, Andrew, the social media bloke, you're so, we're so very lucky to have the social media bloke on this podcast with us so he can explain to us how to automate social media. Social media overwhelming? No, yeah. never. <laughs> now, well, one of the things about social media is that it is, it is becoming more and more ridiculous, to be honest with you. Um, there is so many things going on. There's so many changes. There's always new apps and new this and new that. I think I've found... I got told about four new things this week. Oh, you've got to be on this. And I'm like, where do people stop? Where do people get off? Um, so what I like to say to people is concentrate on the big few, the big four or five social sites that everybody's on. You're going to get hit with all these tools that do this and do that. Um, one of my favorite tools for automating all of this is Hootsuite, uh, H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. It's a free it's a free app that you can use on your computer or your, or your mobile phone. Um, you can pay the princely sum of $6 to upgrade to the pro version, $6 a month, and that will give you access to all of your accounts. And what I like to do with Hootsuite is that it lets me control um, 
all of my social sites, my Facebook, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, my uh, even my YouTube channel, I can comment from there. I can put comments on my YouTube channel or my Facebook. I can um, find out who's talking to me from Twitter. I can create all sorts of streams um, from LinkedIn. So I can see exactly across all of my networks in one easy dashboard. And the great thing about that is that I don't get caught going into a Facebook and then getting seeing someone's post and reading it and then clicking on something else. And the next thing I know, it's three hours later and I'm thinking, what happened to, to the day? So <laughs> Hootsuite is really good for me to do that because it lets me concentrate on the things that I want to see. Um, and then I put aside, you know, maybe um, half an hour, an hour at night to go and play on my other social sites when I'm not really having to do productive stuff during the day. So... Um, so Hootsuite for me has been the, the best option. There are other options out there. Things like um, Social Oomph does the same sort of thing, although it's a little bit limited in what it does. TweetDeck used to be really good, but um, TweetDeck is owned by Twitter, and I think it stopped giving um, some support to one of the platforms. I can't remember which one it is. Maybe Facebook now off the top of my head, but um, it's not it's not uh, as as good as it used to be. So oh, that's why I like Hootsuite. Hootsuite have got a very very good education um, component to it as well. They they do a great blog and a great deal of information comes from Hootsuite blog. Um, they also have the Hootsuite University, so they've got some people teaching this stuff all the time as well. Um, and also lets you uh, it also lets you communicate with teams. So if you've got a couple of team members that need to go and post on your behalf, you can let them give them access to your account. You know what else I love about it? This is my favorite thing: is the little Hootlet. It's a little app that you can stick up in the top of your browser, and like say Firefox or Chrome, and it allows you to when you're browsing the net. If you're reading a blog or or you know something that you find would be valuable to your own followers, there's a little button that says Hootlet and you click on it and it automatically shrinks down that URL of that particular page you're on and formulates it into a um, post that you can literally, all you have to do is go, I want to send this to my Facebook page, my Twitter, my LinkedIn, wherever else you, all your accounts you have hooked up into Hootsuite and you can schedule it straight from that little Hootlet. So I find that I know that you know it's a good idea to get organized and say okay monday morning's my hoot suite time but i also find that on the fly it's extraordinarily easy to send valuable information and schedule stuff out as well through that <laughs> little app yes thank you i'm talking about hootsuite and i'm not mentioning the automation part of it what sort of <laughs> what sort of crazy person am i so that scheduling thing is a very important piece because as you said you know as you're flicking through websites um, and you come across something, you think, hey, I reckon my audience, my, my followers would like to see this. The people that follow me on um, Facebook, LinkedIn or whatever would like to see this. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to um, send it out. But I don't want to send it out today because it's um, it's midnight where I am. And then they're probably not on the social sites right now. So I'd like to send it tomorrow morning. So you can actually schedule it um, months in advance if you like. You can send it at a specific time. And the cool thing about this is that you can write, just like your blog posts, you can write all of your posts a month in advance um, for your Twitter account, for your LinkedIn. So even when you're on holidays, even when you're sitting there drinking cocktails with a beach umbrella, you can actually be tweeting and posting as if people wouldn't know any different, but you're live, you're right there doing what it is that you do. So um, Hootsuite is one of my favorite tools that I really, really use uh, every day. I'm using it on my phone. I use it on my um, on my desktop as well. So do yourself a favor and check out Hootsuite. 
yeah, highly recommend. I use it too every day. <laughs> now, we're coming to the to the last point of automation for marketing, and that is phone texting. Mm. So I know you have some tools actually, Andrew. So how about if you share some of those tools with us and we can share a few ideas about how you might use uh, phone texting in your business. Yeah, so phone, phone texting is, um, just to give you an idea of what it is, it's, it's that um, those numbers where you see people um, they'll say text your name or text uh, Coca Cola to one three one three one three, and by doing that, what happens is that um, at the other end, there's a there's a system that collects your phone number, your incoming phone number. Um, often it matches up a phone number with an actual phone database, so it gets gets your name as well, um, and it puts it, it puts it into a system where you've got now it's like a lead generation, it's it's a lead funnel. Um, where people can actually, or the, the business that's collecting your number, can actually start to send you messages back, marketing messages, emails. Um, Instant Customer is one of those ones that does, um, it's a pretty high-tech one. It does a whole bunch of web forms. You can even scan business cards on your um, on your iPhone app. They give you an iPhone app, and you can scan business cards so that the, the details of the business cards go straight into your database. But the biggest thing is this the whole texting. And some of the ways that I've seen this work is that um, you might get a person who's speaking at an event and they may say, who, yeah. wants, who wants a free copy of the slideshow? So people put their hand up and they say, well, get your phone out and text um, uh, my name or text event to this number. And everyone that texts that, that um, number instantly, instantly gets an email with the slideshow presentation in their in their inbox, and, and usually it's on their phone, so people can sit there and watch the slideshow on their phone as well. Very so cool. it's very cool. So instant customer is big uh, in the US. In uh, in Australia, there's uh, Burst SMS, um, so you can it does a very similar thing. And then I think in the UK, there's one called Text Local, Text Local Mobile Messaging. So if you're in the UK listening to this, there's there's some. Uh, good services around there. I don't have 51 other countries with different <laughs> different services. So I'm, I'm sorry for those other 50 countries. I don't have a list of all of those text messaging services for you <laughs> right, right off top of my head. But just do a search in your local area and uh, you'll find companies that will do texting for you. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, there's even a hair salon that I used to go to here in Sydney. And what they did is they'd actually, they had a phone with a SIM card that was their texting phone. And they would do sort of like prepay for the month. They would input all their clients' um you know, mobile phone numbers into that phone and they just, they use it manually because I was talking to them. I was so impressed. They oftentimes send out a text and they say, first 10 people to call get, you know, $100 off voucher. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I said, how do you guys do this? How do you manage it? And they said, oh, we, we just use our, a phone. And I said, you do it manually. And they said, yeah, we put everything in the phone. So, I mean, even though we're talking about automation, we don't want you to get stumped on the concept of using text messaging. You, it's literally as easy as that. You can get your own separate phone for marketing purposes and just do text messaging that way so, if you so, need to. So how long would it take them to do that? Well, they would. Um, they had everyone in the phone, so they would just basically go add, 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 and keep adding in the numbers to mm -hmm. do group text messaging. Uh -huh. um, and it... Uh, I, they'd say about an hour every month. They'd only do it, you know, a, a once a month, do a little text message out to everybody with their special for the month. Yeah, but, so, they, but they, probably, they probably don't do it more often because it takes an hour. 
every time. It's true. Yeah, it's you true. Know? So, so yeah. what, what I'm saying with a lot of these, these like instant customer, you, it, you type it on your keyboard, you get into the back end, you type the message, hey, come and get your $100, first 10 people get $100 off, hit send, and it goes out to all of them at once, and it collects the data of yeah. who's the first, first, fastest back, and all that sort of stuff too. Um, and it literally takes a minute to do this sort of stuff with these things. So you imagine... Um, you can imagine what sort of results you get if you thought, well, let's do it once a week. Um, these guys are giving you, you're saving yourself four extra hours a month. That mm-hmm. might, may not sound a lot, but that's just one little step that they're doing in their marketing that they could have improved on by using some of the systems like this. It is, and, and you know, with especially for those of you guys running events, events is another really big one. Webinars and events, any th- sort of whether it's online or offline. The reason why is because, you know, we all get excited. We sign up for it and we think, oh, yeah, that's going to be really good. I can't wait to go. And then as time nears, you feel more disconnected and less excited about actually attending. And I found that anybody that utilizes text messages in these ways for um, event engagement, reminders for the event, and also little teasers about what they're going to get and learn at the event via text message actually get more people showing up. Mm. Um, so think in terms of, I think for me, text messaging works really well for that, for any dropout sort of things that you're doing where people lose interest and want to attend something with you, but also for very exciting deals where you want to get people to take action. Like what I just said, first 10 people to call or first 10 people to do something, then you get something in exchange mm. and it keeps your, your people engaged with you. Definitely, definitely. So yeah, so... Yeah, get text messaging. It's not it's not for everybody. It's not always for everybody. Um, and as we said, all of these tools today, we'll have a list of these tools on the resource guide. But not every tool is going to be for everybody. We just wanted to give you a range of different tools that are out there. We haven't even touched on really iPhone apps either, which are mm-hmm. another one which we'll have to do, I think, at the end of this series is a special iPhone edition. Well, not iPhone, but just an app, a mobile phone app edition and, you, and talk about some of the cool tools that we use um, for some of our clients as well to really leverage their time and their automation processes too. Great idea. And now earlier you mentioned the other previous past podcasts people could go and listen to to actually understand a little bit more about the lead generation funnel and mm-hmm. getting ideas of what to send out to their database to get people to opt in. There's actually three that we talked about that in. Um, if you guys really want to dive deeper into how to do this whole email opt-in, what should I opt give away for free? How do I then engage with the people after they opt in? You will want to listen to podcast number 20, 21, and 22. We actually go into in-depth, really fantastic ideas about how to use this particular area in your business of email marketing. So um, those are the ones you listen to. Thank you for checking that out. It saved me looking silly. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> All right. I guess we're coming to a wrap with this one, this Automate Your Marketing um little series, or I should say automate your business series that we're kicking off with in Marketing's number one, which we're just coming to a wrap with now. And next time, we're going to talk about sales. Sales, yay, let's sell some stuff. No, we won't, <laughs> we won't sell stuff. We'll talk about automation and what sort of tools we're using to sell uh, and drive your sales, drive our client sales as well. So um, thank you again. Listen, if you are listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, um, what else have we got? SoundCloud. Podomatic, Podomatic, SoundCloud. All those things. Yeah. Go and leave us a review. Go and, go and uh, say that you've heard us on these on these um, sites. We're checking them all the time. We'd love to see somebody put some stuff there. So go and check it out. Leave a review. Uh, if you also want to get our 
um, transcriptions of the podcast and also check out the resource guide www.autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcasts get all of the good stuff from there perfect and we'd love for you to drop on, on in uh, and leave us a review in iTunes if that's your preference as well guys let us know what you think we, we love hearing from you and your comments whenever you leave them so pop on by and say hello yes I'm off to jump in the pool it's 44 degrees here and damn hot and uh, I think it's time for me to do that Enjoy your day, your night, your morning, wherever you are in the world. And uh, we'll talk to you soon with Automate Your Sales. Thanks, H. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.